episode number 43, the season finale of Fill Me In, a crossbird pod boy. <laughs> pod boy? Uh, this Are you is, a pod boy? I am not a pod boy. Okay. But we're going to wrap up the ACPT, which concluded yesterday. We have interviews with the winners, the losers. And the, the pod boys. And the pod boys, the luminaries, everything. So stay tuned to Fill Me In. So this is episode 43. We just finished doing the tournament. We did. We're home. We are home. We're back in Queens. I'm exhausted. I am exhausted as well. It was exhausting. It was fantastic, though. It was really exciting. I mean, we got to talk to everybody. We talked to constructors. We, we talked did. to contestants. We did. You know, all of the big names of the weekend. The yes. Big t- uh, the biggest name of the weekend, Will Shorts, of course. Uh, got to chat with him some. And, yes. Uh, we're going to try to do a recap here of what that weekend was like for us as spectators, as participants, and uh, we'll be cutting back and forth from this show which you're hearing live it is happening live uh live (laughs) on pre-record uh and then we'll be cutting to the actual tournament where we have footage we have interviews with uh you know some of the big names from the weekend right now before we get any further we do have to tell you how we did this is what everybody's interested in. Have nobody is interested in but, how we uh, did. Uh, this is what we have to say. First, for me, we'll do me first since. Okay, it's fine. Not how as did big. you do? I did a little bit better. I was. What was your goal going into this tournament? My goal, I I met my goals. I had two goals. And they well, were... I had three goals. Okay. And one was not met. This sounds like a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> I'll come in again. <laughs> my first goal was to finish one puzzle perfectly, which I did not do last year. And did you do I it this year? I met that goal immediately with puzzle number one. Oh, excellent. Yes. Uh, goal number two was to do better than I did last year. And did you do that? I did do that. Excellent. I finished 610th last year. I fin- at this point, it'll probably change a little bit. I am now at 468. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a, honestly, I'm a little disappointed. I thought I was going to do a little bit better. Puzzle number two and three just for some reason didn't click quickly enough for me to get them all done. Uh, so I was a little frustrated after that. But overall... How did you do on four through seven? I mean, was one the only one you got perfectly right? I, you know, I don't know. I think okay. I, I, I know I finished four and I finished six. Okay. And I might have. So you might have gotten those I might have gotten those, gotten those uh-huh. totally correct. Uh, goal number three was not to have lunch at that diner. That was not met. As no. That is where we did have lunch. We did have lunch there, and it was a similarly terrible experience. Yes. It though was, it did not involve a tuna melt. It was, it was late gray food. Yes, late and gray. All right. Now, are you going to tell you tell everybody how you did, or are you going to play it down? Uh, probably I'll play it down. Well, um, gonna... I did I did better than I did last year, which was my goal, and I also did better than you, which was my goal. <laughs> so those, I, did, uh, my... I, did, I didn't know that was one of your goals. It was a secret goal. I, I, <laughs> well, you did better than me last year. I, well, that, yes, that I did better this year. That goal had already been met. I did better this year than you did last year. And you did better than I 
did this year. Let's this year. Last I'm going year. to do better than you every year. <laughs> That's my new goal. I'm sure you will. At what, everything. What place did you finish? Uh, sir, uh, currently in the standings, I'm listed at 278. 278. And what, yeah. where did you finish last year? 563. So that is a huge jump. It was a huge jump. Almost uh, 300 places. Almost 300 places. Yeah. And if I were to jump again almost 300 places, I'd finish negative fifth. <laughs> and in your division, it was the E division, It correct? was the E division. In your division, how did you do? I, uh, I, I won the E division. You won the E division. I did. Brian Simmet. Brian Lewis Hinman Simmet IV. <laughs> Yeah, I won the dubious distinction of the E division. It's not dubious. It is dubious. It's the people who are dumb enough to fall all the way into the E division and then stupid enough to still pay to come back to the tournament a second time. Yes. I was the best of the dumb and stupid. Yes, but you were the best. at Being the best at something is pretty darn cool. I guess so. Being acknowledged as the best of the dumb and stupid. You have a trophy. I do. You got a game. You got two games. I did. You got electronic Ken Ken. That's correct. And you got uh, non-electronic. Lexagon, uh, Lexagon, which we have yet to play. No, we'll play it at some point. We will. Uh, so, congratulations. Thank you very much. That, it was. It was. Everybody was very excited. It was, was a lot of fun because by the top, by by Sunday, everybody knew who you were. Everybody well, because we got featured on Friday night. We were in this panel that right. featured all of the bloggers. So Amy Ronaldo was there, and Rex Parker was there, and Jim Horn, and you and me. Uh-huh. And uh, so there was a lot of people. Um, I don't, what do you think? 300 people were there maybe watching 300 that? people, so about that. The wives and, were there. Yeah, our wives were there cheering us on. Yes. And uh, so we got some following, and we did a lot of interviewing over the weekends. So we got to know some more people, and... Uh, yeah. Was, so by so by the time uh, Sunday rolled around, everybody was quite excited. How did, how did, now we don't have any footage from Friday night. So how do we think? How, how did we like Friday night? Uh, I finished um, last Friday night um, <laughs> among the stat the statistic of total words spoken. Now wait a and minute. And I finished first amongst the uh, total times acting like a fool. Now I so I, listen, I led the league in one category. I have to before we got up there. You said you wanted me to do most of the talk. That's true. I did. And then, so I did most of the talking. That's true, you did. And then afterwards, you complained that you had nothing to say. That's right. <laughs> so it was a lose-lose situation for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I like setting you up in, <laughs> in such circumstances. How, I, but overall, how did we think, think the panel went? I thought it went pretty well. I mean, we, we, we I was going to say we exposed ourselves. That's not what we did. <laughs> we exposed our blog to people who may not have otherwise known it. Right. Uh, and... Uh, and that's good. We want to expand our audience. We want more people to read us and to listen to our podcast. And uh, I think, I think, so hopefully that happens. Uh, technically, we. I think everybody thought it would have been better to have five mics yes. instead of passing one mic between. Because it, it, it right, there was no way to have banter. There was no way to have discussion. It was really just. You know, monologues. you talk now, then you talk now, then you talk now. But and it was, it was, it was very cool for all five of us. Yeah. to be acknowledged and to have. Uh, People to put faces and voices to uh, names and blogs. There were a number of people who saw me and then talked to me and said, Oh, I would. I know you from your voice. Yes. That was kind of cool. That was cool. A few people quoted, you know, have we started. Yes, people who, who know the routines. They know the bits from our... And people we did, we've never heard from yeah. know the routines. So Absolutely. That was very cool. It so, was. We're going to have to come up with some new routines for season two. We will. Season two begins in approximately one week. Yes, we we don't go on hiatus. No, like when TV shows finish a season, they they come back. It's like six months go by before they start. Season no, because two. if we went six months, people would not even remember who the hell we are. I don't remember now who the hell right. we are, and I woke up myself this morning. Uh, 
And then after the panel, we had some... We, the, the Ken Ken guy was there. Yeah, we all played Ken Ken. I had never played it before, I but it was a lot of fun. I was completely useless at it. Yeah, that's true. And then um, I did a diagramless, which I was also useless at. Well, okay, par for the course. And what did you... You did, you did the cryptic. I did about half of the cryptic. Was it? I did the Ken Ken, and then I did about half of the cryptic. Was it a very difficult cryptic, or you just didn't have enough time? I didn't have enough time. I should have known better than to try to speed solve a cryptic. Yeah. Uh, so no. Is that even possible? Somebody did it. Really? Yeah. There's some brilliant people there. Who knows? So then uh, they gave out prizes for the the games that night, and uh, that was pretty much Friday. Yeah. It was, was a good fun. time. Yeah. So then Saturday morning. Saturday morning, we got up uh, bright and early and, and head down to the, the hotel lobby area to begin the tournament. Puzzle 1 was scheduled to start at, what, about 11.30 or something? 11.30, sign uh, and start at 9. And uh, so we, we made our way around the lobby and, and found our, ourselves interviewing a couple of the, I don't know, sort of beforehand thought-to-be top competitor folks. Wow. I don't know how, how... I sounded like you for a minute <laughs> yeah, no, there. The beforehand to top competitor? For, what do you call them? The, uh, uh, the, 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 pre, the preseason favorites? The preseason favorites. Okay. How about that? <laughs> well, I like beforehand top before- competitor folks. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I, that's good. I, I, I believe the clip you're about to see <laughs> includes <laughs> interviews with two of the beforehand top competitor folks. Is that uh, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, the first person we were able to talk to was uh, Tyler Hinman. Tyler Hinman, who had previously won the last four tournaments. And going into this tournament, had 34 consecutive errorless puzzles dating back to puzzle number six of 2004. I currently have a streak of zero consecutive errorless puzzles. I think. Dating back to, like, this morning. Did you get in. Did you make an error on puzzle number seven? I don't know, but I made an error in today's New York Times puzzle. Oh, well, then there you go. I had a big problem. Whatever. That's not important. Uh, we also spoke to uh, uh, last Fair. season's winner of the C Division, Dan Fair. Did I just say C his Division. name backwards? Wait, wait, I, that's what I was saying. You interrupted me, and then you said it wrong. We also, after speaking to Tyler, we then were able to catch up with Dan Fair, winner of the C Division. I liked it the way I said it better. You like that, and you also like your... Uh, uh, pre-tournament... No, my pre-tournament short stack of flapjacks is ridiculous, <laughs> but uh, no, it was last year's winner of the C-Division, Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division. <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. I think that's funnier, and I think you should all vote. So please uh, you text know your vote to 1-800-TEXT-ME. Okay, fine. Rolling the clip. First up, reigning champion Tyler Lewis Hinman IV. Are you excited for this? Very much so. I'm always a little nervous, a lot nervous actually, but that's par for the course. You know, not a great night of sleep, uh, nervous before the event. That's it's pretty much the way it goes, and yet somehow I still do well. So, somehow uh, I, I expect you to do well again this year. Uh, do you expect anything less? Um, you know, I'm trying not to not to have expectations. The field is so strong. You know, all it takes is uh, one bad crossing or one thing you don't know, one misstep, and uh, it's all over. So, uh, you know, just trying to. Trying to keep it in perspective and have some fun. We think we think Puzzle 5 is probably going to be a real pack separator. We think it's going to be uh, tough even for the average Puzzle 5 at this tournament. Wow. wow. Uh, Puzzle 5 totally kicked my ass uh, a year ago. I, I was useless on it. Until then, you and I were neck and neck. Uh, sort of you being like the neck of a huge giraffe and me being the neck of a small dead mosquito. Uh, but, you know, Puzzle 5 definitely separated us, I'm sad to say. Now, uh, I'm going to look for the famous black shirt. Uh, I guess that shows up on tomorrow. Is that 
It does. The Trogdor shirt on uh, on, right. on Sunday. Um, that that will be coming out tomorrow. Uh, whether or not I'll have to uh, invoke its mojo remains to be seen. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll look for the mojo. We'll look for the Trogdor and have a wonderful tournament, Tyler. Good luck. Okay. The same to you guys. Best of luck. Great. Thank thanks you. so much. And after that, we found Dan Fair. So today, you're you're you went from being unknown a year ago to being uh, favored today. Oh, I'm not favored. You, you're favored. I I hear people talk about you. No, by people besides us. Oh yes. Well, you can't really favor anybody whose name is not Tyler. But well, there have to be three people in the finals, and people are I'm hearing predictions that include you. Yes. Well, that's very flattering. Do you expect to do well here? I will say no. And that just keep your standards low so they're easy to achieve. Exactly. All right. That's sort of, I do that in life in general. Yes. I'm friends with Ryan for that very reason. So the tournament got underway. And puzzle number one was surprising. The, uh, the constructor was surprising, I think, to people. I think so. Byron Walden and did I, the first puzzle. He usually does much more complicated puzzles than puzzle one traditionally is. I think people were saying that he was either going to do puzzle five or the final puzzle. Right, because he does themeless, he does really just wrap your head around in a difficult way kind of clues. Yes. Is that a good way to describe it? Sure, we met him for the first time during the tournament. We did, we met him. I think he's a very cool guy, a very normal guy, a sports fan. We'll be on the show at some point. Yeah, we're going to try to get him on the show. He recently did that puzzle with Mike Nothnagel that Saturday that had a fantastic grid pattern that was totally untraditional. Was it side-by-side symmetry? It was diagonally Diagonal symmetrical. Sim- it was, right. You could draw like a mirror line diagonally uh-huh. through the grid. And right. in fact, there were two clues that referenced that concept that crossed each other. One was reflective images or reflected, reflected. images and then uh, going across symmetric, symmetric matrix, yes. which I think is what that grid technically yes. was. Yes. A symmetric matrix. So this one was called Arms Race, and it said, Starting Off with a Bang. That was the subtitle. That was. And uh, incidentally, we were sitting right in front of Mike Nothnagel at the tournament. Yes. And so at the end of Puzzle One, we uh, just turned around to see what he had to say about it and find out how he thought he did. I think it went well. Um, I don't think I got anything wrong, which is always a good start. I found myself, I realized I was writing very deliberately, which I usually don't do on the first puzzle. Usually I go very fast because I know the answers, but I found myself being very careful about making sure I wasn't making any stupid mistakes, which is different. So maybe different things will happen. So did you find yourself writing deliberately at all in puzzle one? I did because I, as you recall, one of my goals was to finish one puzzle 100% correctly. And I thought the best chance I had with that was puzzle number one. So Because it's easy. It's, it's the easy. easiest it's of the weekend. Right? It's okay. So I, I took my time and I made sure everything was correct. And, yeah. and I, so I was deliberate. What about you? Now, uh, I, um, you know what? I was actually going for speed because I really thought puzzle one was my best chance to do something quickly. Because I knew the the rest of the puzzles were going to be much more challenging, so I was not trying to be deliberate. I think in that regard, I was more in line with what Mike was talking about. Um, it didn't matter. I got totally jammed up near the top because I didn't know great guns of glory or whatever that clue was. Going great guns. Which yeah, is actually I, a phrase. It's not really. It, nobody's ever heard it before. But fine. Byron Walden must have it in for me because he decided to pick the one phrase I'd never heard of to. Stick in the grid. And but we ended, a lot. Up, we ended up getting the same score on this puzzle. Who? You and Byron Walden? You and me. Oh, we did? 1065. Really? Yes. Oh, well, and that's fantastic. That's you time. finished this one before I did. But, but only by like but, seconds or within the it, same minute. Within the same minute. Okay. 
Then we, right. we, there was a whole break. Then we moved on to Puzzle 2, which was by Brendan M. McQuigley. Uh, yes, Brendan M. McQuigley. We still see him as a complete rock star. Yes, he's uh, he very was cool. cool and cool beyond belief. We had a chance to talk with him at the judges' dinner, and it just confirmed the fact that he is very, yeah. very cool, much cooler than we are. Yeah, but we're going to get him on the show in a couple of weeks, and we're going to talk to him more. He has a website where he puts up three puzzles of his own, and has a blog and about has, constructing. Yep, and that's at brendanemmcquigley.com. And this puzzle was uh, the title was "Allow Me to Introduce Myself," and if you didn't hear me the first time, and so what he did was he took normal phrases and he stuck the letter I in it twice. twice. So, you know, two introductions there. And so, for example, one of my favorite entries of the whole tournament was 58 across. What the Arctic Circle is, population-wise, chock-full-o-inuits. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. Very, very nice. Very, very cool. I didn't get it correct, but it was very, very nice. It was very cool. Go on. And then then after this puzzle, we were able to catch up with uh, Michael Sharp, a.k.a. Rex Parker, to see what he, how he felt he was doing after the first two puzzles. Uh, I think I did pretty well, actually. Uh, I thought it, I thought it. I I. Uh, but both puzzles I finished. I looked up, and I, it's been right at the minute mark, which means that I got greedy, raised my hand, and I could have errors aplenty. So, it's a it's not. Don't do this at home, kids, because I it's not right. Do you have a, a goal for this tournament? No, my, my no. My goal is to have fun and to finish them. I like to be perfect, but this year apparently I don't care because I'm just going recklessly ahead. So. It could be the year where I'm like my fastest, but like my least accurate, and that's that's bad. So, I'm just uh, I have a bit of a head cold too. So I basically have written this off in terms of how well I'm going to do, and I'm just kind of experimenting with danger, but <laughs> going, going very fast. So, Excellent. all right, Rick's Parker, man of danger. Oh no. no. Now? now? Have we started? Now talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. We're we're standing here with Tony Orbach after puzzle number two. Yes. Was by Brendan M. McQuigley. How do you think he did? I think. How did I? How do you think I did? Yes. Yes. I think, how do you think he did? I think he did really well at at, at you know stymieing all of us. <laughs> I I actually I did fairly well except for the middle. You know how they say something was missing in the middle? Uh-huh. There's an XTC song that says, uh, you know, like like a jigsaw. I, I get the straight bits, but there's something missing in the middle. That was me. I, I had the X's eluded me. Puzzle number three, which was by tournament favorite, crossword favorite, Simpson star, Merle Regal. Merle Regal is well known for his punny puzzles. That really is his trademark. It is. He, he just loves the, the little word games and coming up with tricks on words, and, and this puzzle was no exception. The title of it was Lipstick on a Pig, which got a, a, a bit of laughter when everybody turned over their pages. Yes. You know, the phrase regained popularity. Uh, <laughs> After, At uh, some point, some lady from Alaska, I don't know. Running for knows. some office in the country. Uh, so this one took terms but changed words in it to, to pig-related things. Right. Uh, it didn't didn't really change the meaning of it. It just sort of changed the way you would say it to make it pig-like. Ham lotion. Ham lotion. Uh, and uh, I can't think of some of the others now. Well, Hogmentation. Hogmentation, which is something I did not get. How did you do on this puzzle? I actually... I think I got this one all correct. I haven't seen my my pages, so I don't really know, but I felt like I got it all done. In fact, I think this was the puzzle that really kind of gave me a whole lot more points than I should have had. 
Yeah, I, because I got a, I got through it in a real hurry. I think you ended up getting some close to seven hundred more points than I did on this puzzle. Because I, I, well, I got out of there about ten minutes faster than yeah. you did. I, well, I never got out of there. Well, I got out of there about ten minutes faster than most people who have similar skill set to me. So it was kind of weird. So you did great on it. I guess so. I, I guess I, so. I, this after this, I was pretty frustrated yeah. personally because I just felt I should have gotten it i should have at least completed it yeah i don't know if you said what you said intentionally but it's a perfect segue into uh, an upcoming interview that with, we did with uh with howard barkin yes uh the knower of all things all things uh we caught up with him after this puzzle and uh you know just got his take on how things were going how have you been doing on the puzzle so far oh well we're three puzzles in and the first two puzzles went pretty well and the good news is, uh, the third puzzle for me went really fast, really smooth. The bad news is, before I walked out of the room, I knew I made a mistake on it, so I kind of blew a tire out, and that's... Oh, no. Now, we're talking about puzzle three. It was Merle Regal's puzzle. The title was uh, Lipstick on a Pig. All the puns were pig-themed puns. Do you remember which one it was? Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the last uh, theme answer to the puzzle actually had two puns hidden in it. It had two puns in it. That's right. I, I, I remember this. And you incorrectly entered one of them and, and just neglected to go back and fix that mistake. So we want to mention right here that, that at this point, Howard Barkin, we're three puzzles in, Howard Barkin has gotten one letter wrong. One letter out of all three puzzles. And because of that, no matter how he does, the rest of the time, he is out. And he knows this. He knows it. And everybody knows it. Yeah, this. it would take the top ten contestants totally tanking the rest of the puzzles... For him to have a shot. For him to have any shot and at it's, all. It's just because everybody is so close. All of the top guys really don't make mistakes. Yeah. They finish within a minute of each other. Yep. And Now, this is because uh, you get points. Uh, you get 10 points for every correct entry in the grid, across and down. You get 150 points for a correct overall puzzle. Right. And you lose 25 points for every incorrect square. Right. So, one wrong letter results in two wrong words... Across and one each across and down, it results in no bonus for a correct puzzle and a, a, a demerit for a wrong square. Right? Is it a demerit? It could be a demerit. So all of that added up. That's uh, I mean, what is that? That's 195 points for I missing think. one letter. One letter, and you lose 195 points, which time-wise would take eight minutes finishing overall eight minutes better than somebody else which is to make that to up. Which is not going to happen when you're up against the likes of Tyler Hinman, Trip Payne, Al Sanders, you know, John Delphin. These people are just flawless. Right. So it was, it was, it was very, and Howard is usually flawless. He usually is flawless. But it was just interesting to us that at that moment, everybody knew that Howard was just out of it. Yeah. And, and he did end up finishing, I think, seventh. I think he did, which yeah. Which is certainly not bad. No. But, uh, he, Where did you finish? <laughs> Four hundred. Well, right now it's up in the air. It is a little up in the air. But, but you think it's about four hundred and four sixty-eight? Okay. And and of course I got more than one letter wrong. Just a few more he, than one. Yes. Although I did I did not make his mistake. You did not. I did not make his mistake either. Right. After uh, after we talked to Howard, I don't even know what what did we do next. We caught up with uh, Tyler Lewis Hinman the fourth. I don't recognize that name. Is he some kind of a a, a puzzle uh, a, a puzzle aficionado? 
<laughs> took you that long to say puzzle aficionado? It took me a while. Okay. Well, anyway, we caught up with Tyler to see how he had been doing through the first three. All right. Uh, so I'm, I'm back again with Tyler Hinman here, four-time champion Tyler Hinman. After so. puzzle number three, uh, the first question on everybody's <laughs> mind is, what do you think of Amanda Yesowitz? She is wonderful. She is absolutely wonderful. A shining light for us all. So now uh, this this other thing going on that uh, is tournament uh, is, uh, crossword oh. puzzles. Uh, I think I'm up there with several several other people, like in the in the top minutes. Assuming I didn't do anything silly that I'm not aware of, but uh, they're. I think there's more than three of us tied for first, so the afternoon is pretty critical. Fantastic. I was talking briefly with uh, Dan Fair, uh, who last year won the C division, as we know, and yes. is a, an amazing speed solver mm -hmm. like you. And, you know, I realize an experience that I don't know anything about is to come out in the hallway when it's empty. <laughs> but you're familiar with this, right? Right. And so you come out into the hallway, and like you said, there's three or four of you maybe tied for first. So mm -hmm. you see the same faces, you see the same people. What's that like? Um, you just kind of, like most of the time, the first word out of everyone's mouth is a number, <laughs> representing the number of minutes left on the clock when they finish. <laughs> because everyone wants to know. Uh, Did you get it in 23 and 25 yeah. and 16 or whatever? Yeah, not, not even that. It's like 23? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So cool. All right. All right. You all want to be even. You don't want to find out that somebody did it faster than you. Right. You, 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 if you, um, I mean, it's not a tragedy to lose, you know, a minute early on. You know, I mean, it puts sure. you at a disadvantage. But, but you, you get know. that back maybe in the afternoon. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. Now, who were you seeing out in the hallway uh, when you first came out for these puzzles? Uh, a lot of people. Uh, Trip was there and Catherine. I mean, it varies sometimes because sometimes people take a minute and just kind of sit there for a bit and who knows what it's going to come down to. I mean... I'm starting to think, you know, what if, uh, what if none of their tiebreakers hold? I mean, uh, wow, yeah. If they go backwards to the seven puzzles, what if someone, what if two people like in third and fourth place at the same times for all the puzzles? I mean, it's what not do they do of, then? I have no idea. It'll be interesting. A fourth to dry erase board, maybe? Perhaps. I don't know. They must have a contingency plan. I think I would think they would, although it's never come up, so maybe they don't. They really should have a contingency plan. I'm expecting, uh, I was expecting to be in like a, about a 500-way tie uh, with Tyler and others there for first place. You were. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to be in a five-way tie because I'm not, you know, good enough. But I, I thought top 500 places, maybe. Would all be tied. Yeah. All right. I mean, we were at the beginning of the day. Why not at the end of the why day? Why not? Why really? not at the end of the day? Is well, here's why not. Puzzle five is why not. We're not up to Puzzle 5. No, we're up to Puzzle 4. Twice as Nice by Andrea Carla Michaels and Miles Callum. Miles Callum. I don't know Miles. I don't know. Was he there? I don't think he was there. Andrea kept talking about how she would pass on kind words to him. Oh, okay. People would compliment her on the puzzle. This was a fun puzzle. It was, It was. Uh, you spelled out, it's, it's twice as nice and it says, you'll have to spell it out for us, please. Yeah, so we had, uh, like, like one of the answers should have been double-wide trailer, but instead it was wide-wide trailer. Yes. Uh, so that sort of thing. And there were, what, three there of those? Three of those three in of there, them. yeah. It felt like a nice Andrea Carla Michaels kind of puzzle. And it was kind of a Tuesday-ish. It was a little bit Tuesday-ish. Monday-ish, Tuesday-ish. Tuesday-ish, that's, nice... that's a yellow day, Tuesday. No, it's very Tuesday yellow. is green. That's synesthesia, isn't it, when you think days are certain colors? Okay. No, that's sound. When you think sound has certain colors, that's synesthesia. So what is when you have think days are certain colors? Ah, uh, that's weird. Calendar-stesia? It's not, it's not sneesia. 
Sneesia? Yeah. That's not <laughs> a word. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so, uh, how about Puzzle 5? Can we talk about Puzzle 5? Yeah, puzzle 5, the bastard of all puzzles. Puzzle 5. Who wrote this puzzle? Patrick Merrill. Should we tell, give Tyler's thing? Or no. Because that was too clever. And we it was very it. clever, and if Tyler ever wants to use it, it's his. Okay. So Patrick Merrill gave us this uh, monster of a Puzzle 5. It was a 17 by 17 grid. Uh, and how many squares are in 17 by 17? You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. How many squares are in 17 by 17? Well, more than 144. Yes. Uh, I, you know, I can tell you right now. Tell me right now. 169. In 17 by 17? Wh- wait. I don't wait, think no, that that's true. Wait, wait. Yes. No, I don't think so. I think that's 13 times 13 is 169. See, we're doing math for you because neither of us was able to solve Puzzle 5, so we have nothing else to do but talk about math. We each got approximately 20% of Puzzle 5 completed. You got a little bit more than I did. Uh, In this puzzle, the long theme answers could be broken up into two parts. Each part could be preceded by the word sub. Sub. So throughout there, in some configurations, sub Standard, sub-system, subdivision, now, submarine. I thought, I thought that this made the puzzle easier because I was looking for certain words that I figured would be in there, like marine. Right, so this, this led you to completing the grid in a timely fashion. No, it did not lead me. It led me to completing the grid more than I would but have you, otherwise. You said it made it easier. It did make it easier. So rel- easy enough to complete no, it in a timely fashion. relatively easier. Relative to what? Relative to last year's Puzzle 5. Oh, that was not a possible solve. There was no way. No. Impossible to solve Puzzle 5. But for instance, number uh, 24 across was Fighting Force. Fighting Force. And I figured, well, Marine was going to be in there, so Marine was going to be... That's where Marine was going to go. Now, I... Were you right? On the Marine part, I was right, but I couldn't figure out the rest until about 30 seconds after the puzzle... Marine Biology. No, sub-biology? Marine organisms. Division. Marine uh, eels. Division. Seattle mariners. Yes, that's what it was. The Seattle Space Needle. Yes. The Apollo Space Program. Uh, Sosa. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not even a word. <laughs> What's the name of that Russian spacecraft? I don't know, but Sosa. <laughs> no, it's like Kaiser Sosa. No, no. What, it's, is, what are you it's, doing? It's Hausa. That's <laughs> what? It's Hausa. Oh no! Oh, oh Isn't there a space program called that? Soyuz. Oh. That's what it is. Now, there is one constructor who has appeared in every ACPT uh, since the very beginning, in uh, 1841. Right. Um, And that is Maura Jacobson. And she appears again. Here she is once again, giving us Puzzle 6 on the day. I think she was there. I didn't uh, meet her, but I I think I've seen a, a photograph. So either she was there, or somebody else had a very lifelike cardboard cutout of her. Okay. Uh, she gave us a puzzle called Switcheroo, yes. with the subtitle, Calling Reverend Spooner and All His Relatives. These always kind of freak me out. Spoonerisms? Whenever I see the Reverend Spooner name, why is he a reverend? Why always a reverend? Well, I think it was Why a re- is it not Dr. Spooner? Well, I think it was a real guy. Why is it not Dr. Spooner? Because I don't think the real guy was a doctor. There was no real guy. I think there was a real guy. I don't know. Why not Why not uh, uh, Architect Spooner? <laughs> because that's not what he was. 
Why it was not an art band Vandalay. leaders? Who? Art Vandalay. That's you. No, I'm not Art Vandalay. You are Art Vandalay. I am I? So in this, the, the long answers were spoonerisms, some of which I didn't really understand. I had to actually start with all the down clues, because the across ones confused me did you too not, much. Did you not understand uh, Din of Inequity? No, I certainly did not understand Din of Inequity. It's a, it's, I don't is... really understand what it means that way, or Den of Iniquity. I don't know what that means either. Well, Den of Iniquity is, an, is a den full of iniquities. Yeah, see, that means nothing to me. Well, you know what iniquity is, don't you? Uh, I one iniquity equals uh, five penities. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I was trying to go nickel penny. I don't know. <laughs> wow, it's <laughs> funny. That's one of those jokes that was funny after you explained it. Was it? <laughs> I think it's the first time. Wow, that, that is a wow. Okay, no, um, I don't. I don't know anything about. How iniquities. did you do on this puzzle? I uh, I got it all right. Actually. I got it all right. Also, yeah, I actually I actually got five of the puzzles uh, all correct. I got three. Yeah, I got one, three, four, six, and seven. That's not all bad. Correct. And I guess technically I got eight, although it didn't count in my scoring. But I I did the C clues on they puzzle eight. And was able to do that one myself. I think I could, if I had made it up to the grease boards in Division C, yeah. I think I could have... Come in third? Well, I think I could have come in third, but I think it would have been a close third. I think it would have been. I think whoever came in fourth could have given you a run for your money. <laughs> well, thank you. You're I'm... welcome. <laughs> Mr. E-Division jackass. I am, in fact. It, I didn't need the E-Division to be a jackass. <laughs> I've been a jackass for a very long time. So, uh, following Puzzle 6, uh, that every, was the end of the day. That was the end of Saturday, and there was a general sense of relief. We were done. It was a very long day. Horrible lunch. Exciting dinner yet to be had. Yes. Uh, and, and what did we do? We wandered the hallways looking for people to talk to as we, you know, shoved a microphone in their face. Said, Here, say things to us. So, uh, I don't know. That kind of scared the crap out of some people. But uh, Dan Fair was brave enough to... Uh, Step up to the mic. He was, and uh, I don't know, he had some stuff to say? He did. Okay. I think it's coming up in the next clip. Uh, it was a good time. I can relax now a little bit. You feel you're ahead of the pack some, huh? I don't feel it, but I'm being told that. So you haven't been exploring this and spying and trying to calculate anything yet? No. I'm letting, gonna wait. I'm letting other people do the math for me because they know how it works. All right, well, that's fair enough, and you'll just find out with the rest of us when scores get posted, what, later tonight, maybe? Yeah. And the scores were posted later that night, and it turns out Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, was in first place. First all place, all, and, and he was ahead by a minute. A minute. Ahead of Francis Heaney and Trip Payne. Who were tied. Tied in that second-slash-third-place position. And, and not just tied, but... but they were like literally tied, like everything tied. Tied. All things tied. They were, they were, had not they, made a mistake. Nope. And they finished all the puzzles in the exact same amount of time. Right. They also, they buttoned their shirts in the same exact amount of yes. time and uh, blew their noses in the same exact amount of time, ate breakfast, everything. Yes. Exactly the same. They were mirror images of one another, even though Trip is probably a foot taller than Francis. About a foot. I'm sorry, Francis. I don't know how tall you are. <laughs> Uh, and Tyler Hinman was all alone in fourth place. Also a minute behind Francis and Tripp. Now we should talk about Dan Fair for a moment, because we've followed the Dan Fair story all year. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, Dan Fair was like our first celebrity yes. in this whole experience. Because right. we had lunch with him 
a year ago. When I asked on him. On the lunch break between Puzzles 3 and 4 of the yes. tournament last year, when we sat there in that horrible diner and you hated your tuna melt, right. you turned to Dan Fair and said, Hey, Dan, my tuna melt sucks. By the way, have you ever solved a Thursday puzzle by yourself? It was a Saturday puzzle. It was a I Thursday asked. puzzle, and it was an easy Thursday, if I remember. And Thank you. <laughs> and then the next, the day after that, he goes on to win the C Division. That's right. And, and, the, and the rest is not quite history because... We're only about two thirds of the way through this show, right? Okay, and but but everybody knows who Dan Fair is. Anybody who solves on the applet knows who he is because he's always he's usually first. He's usually first, except for somebody who cheats, right? And like does the puzzle in twelve seconds, right? Dan does it in like a minute and twelve seconds. I, well, and and I mean, he really does it in about a minute and a half on, on a Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a minute and a half. Now he's been training all year, and and his training method has been to do 25 puzzles a day. All year. On average. Which comes out to about 9,000 9, puzzles. 9,000 puzzles. How long would it take you to do 25 puzzles in a given day? What day of the week are we talking? Well, how, how about a Monday? A Monday? Yeah. I, that, that would probably... 25 puzzles end-to-end. What's what's uh, that's two hundred and fifty minutes? If we if I say ten minutes, ten a puzzle, minutes a puzzle, two hundred and fifty minutes. So that's six like hours. Six hours. Six I don't hours. think that's two hundred and fifty minutes. Four what? hours and ten minutes. Is it? <laughs> it would actually be six hours would be three hundred and sixty minutes. All right. How many minutes in an hour? Where you come from? <laughs> Is that Pluto? Is that <laughs> I'm not sure, but it could come in handy. I mean, what if these were Saturday puzzles? Saturday puzzles. They they just aren't. There aren't enough. Because it, it, it will take it takes you what five or six hours to no Google a Saturday, right? If I can no Google it, it, it's five or six hours. Sometimes, sometimes it's a day and a half. So between five and six hours and a day and a half, we're averaging. What does that average out to? About three quarters of a day. Let's say nineteen hours per puzzle. <laughs> so what's nineteen times twenty five? Do you have any clue? I think it's a year. I think it's a, a Pluto year. It might be a Pluto. A Pluto year. Nash year. <laughs> what? Adventures of Pluto Nash. What a horrible film that was. Did you watch it? No. No. I just could tell. Yeah. The it, title alone told me, this it, is awful. It looked bad. So later that night, what did we do? I don't even remember anymore. We went to the, the hotel bar. Well, well, first, <laughs> I mean, we sh- we just, a brief segue, we do have to make a shout out to ourselves that we are men of our words. We are. Uh, why? What did because we do? a couple of uh, uh, episodes ago, Stephen Grant called us Stephen Grant I forgot about this yes, Stephen this is Grant very important <clears throat> the whole saga about Grimaldi's pizza Stephen Grimaldi Grant Stephen Grimaldi Grant uh, claimed accurately <laughs> very accurately that, that we promised to buy him pizza so Saturday night after puzzle 6 what did what did we do we Found out where Grimaldi's was. Right. We put on our sneakers. Yes. Put on our coats. Yes. Walked over to Grimaldi's. Yes. Picked up a pizza. Yes. Walked back. Yes. Sat in the lobby until Stephen Grant came back from dinner. That's right. Which, well, too bad. Timing isn't everything. Timing isn't everything. And served him his pizza. We did. Which he was able to eat about three quarters of a slice. <laughs> he was pretty full from dinner. <laughs> but we had a couple of we slices. We did. I had dinner. It was very yeah. good. Hey, we promised to buy him pizza. We did not promise to buy him dinner. Exactly. So we, we did what we said we were going to do. Right. Stephen Grant, I think this is a settled bill. Uh, <laughs> I'm done now. And, and you, enough, enough with the telling people we'll buy them stuff. 
Listen, if anybody is listening to this episode... <laughs> no, 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 stop. <laughs> we promise... Stop, we promise nothing. 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 We Thank promise you. nothing. We promise nothing. So I, after, no, nothing. After that, we... Uh, then we our, went to the hotel we bar. We made our way to the hotel bar, and who did we find there? We found some uh, some guy in a red hat, yes. if memory serves. Uh, some 24-year-old kid in a red hat. Yes, I, he was. he's in the junior division. He's still a junior, can you believe it? Right. All so, right. So we ran into Tyler Lewis Hinman the ninth, and uh, and and he. I don't know. What did he do? He told us uh, what he thought about how things were going and how things were going in fourth place. Yes, uh, I'm alone in fourth place right now. You are. It looked like you were a minute behind Trip and Francis, yeah. and two minutes behind Dan Fair. That's correct. Yeah, I lost just that one minute on Puzzle Five, and it looks that that you know is odds are it's going to be enough to keep me out of it unless something good happens tomorrow. Now, if you were able to finish a minute ahead of Francis or Trip. That would be enough to tie you with them, and yes. then puzzle seven is the tiebreaker, yes. which would vault you into the top three. That is correct. So all I have to do is beat one of those two guys by one scant minute tomorrow, and uh, if everything's accurate, then I'm in. Now, do you sit anywhere near them? Are you going to see them? Are you going to know what they're up to? Uh, I like to sit in like the front row, so I'm just gonna. I can't. I can't focus on them. It's it's all me. It's just me and the puzzle. Yeah, all you can do is the best you can do. Absolutely, that's Fantastic. correct. Have you ever been in this situation before after Puzzle Six? I actually have not. I mean, obviously, I've been behind after Puzzle Six before, but this was back before I was any good and was in like 150th place or whatever. Uh-huh. But this is the first time since I, you know, became really competitive at this event that I've been in this position. So each of these last four years where you've won ultimately you have not been as low as fourth place going into puzzle seven i've been i've been in the top three all four of those years yes and i just had to hold my position on sunday so most likely uh we got to sleep before tyler did he must have been pretty nervous probably uh I, i was pretty nervous no, I wasn't at all nervous. I was exhausted. Yes. And My we had, God, it was a long day. We had an early day on Sunday as puzzle number seven starts at, started at 9 a.m. It starts at 9 a.m. I got up. I had to go get coffee and, and a Danish, and the line was just long, and, the, and, and Trisha was slow. She was counting out pennies. Ugh. Who's Trisha? The lady behind the counter, the oh. Starbucks lady. Oy. So finally... her name. I don't remember her name. We <laughs> we got to Puzzle 7. And puzzle 7 was by Mike Shank. Mike Shank. Who right. now Mike Shank is the one who was at Games Magazine with Will Shorts. He yes. So kind of a legendary guy. Big deal, big deal puzzle guy. And he had a, a very nice puzzle for Puzzle 7, which gave me fits, but yeah, now Puzzle 7 is the Sunday size. It's a 21. Yes. And you uh, have 45 minutes to do it. Yep. This one was called Additional Cast. With the subheading, everyone wants to get into the act. Now, I I figured out immediately from the title what was going to happen here. Yeah, I kind of figured it out, too. And so what you do is you had to take the, somebody's name and stick it into the middle of a pre-existing term. Right. It, a pre-existing movie title. Uh, and it changes the meaning of it. Not a, it wasn't always movie titles. No. It was a title of something. Well, well, I know that the Mia Farrow one was Simeon City. Sin City. Oh, Sin City. Is okay. A movie. Okay. Movie title. Yes. So by movie <laughs> title, what I mean is uh, the name by which you refer to a film. <laughs> this is why 
I did not finish this puzzle correctly. You see, okay. Yeah, so we added uh, Mia Farrow's name, for example, low-budget remake of I, Planet of the Apes starring Farrow. You I, stick Mia into the middle of Sin City. Right, I was thinking Sim City. No, no video that's game. a video game. Yeah. Mia Farrow's not in that game. No, she's not. Um, no, so this, and one of my favorites from this was, um, uh, 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 biopic about George Clinton's R&B group with Neeson. Mm-hmm. And it was Meet the Parliaments. Yes, that's good. I thought that was very, very clever. Is it biopic? Biopic about George Clinton's I, R&B... I'm not sure. I've never heard... Biopic? I've never heard... Biopic sounds like a medical procedure to me. It does, doesn't it? Yes. Sounds like biopsy. It does. Yeah, I'm going to have a biopic done to my elbow. <laughs> uh, so Puzzle 7, I don't even remember doing it, but apparently I did. You I, got it all right. I, I got it all right. I, somebody finished, else was working my hand. You but finished with, what, like seven or eight minutes left? I finished with 15 minutes oh, left, wow. actually. And uh, since we we have already talked about, the, I, I got a, a prize at yes, this thing, right? It. So I, I knew going into Puzzle 7 that I was the leader of the division, and right. so I actually did have a little bit of pressure. Yeah. I didn't want to screw it up, it and I didn't exciting. want to take too much time, because one mistake, and if the guy in second place got it all right, I'm right. out. And I enjoyed bringing that up and making you yeah. hate me. Yeah, I did hate you, and then <laughs> I had to sit next to you, because all the other chairs were taken. <laughs> it was very frustrating. Uh, but you finished it perfectly. I, got, I did. I had three errors. I you had, had three wrong letters. You had uh, you had three wrong letters. I had For, for old, I had moldy, and the moldy. answer was mossy, which... It is. Which I think that could have been clued a little bit better. Well, it still works. So, sub out mossy for old in, in a in a in a word. Uh, uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm not good at that. Uh, you do it. Your mother is so mossy. Wait a minute. All Wait right. a minute. <laughs> so, it, by the, but of course, I finished Puzzle 7 with 15 minutes to go. I get out into the hallway, and there's already 20,000 people out there, including Tyler, Tripp, Francis, Dan Fayer, Al Sanders, Ellen Ripstein, Howard Barkin, like all the heavy hitters. And two of our favorite constructors. Uh, two of our favorite constructors. Uh, let's forego the nicknames and just say it was Doug and Barry. Doug and Barry. And Doug they and had Barry. a little bit to say about Puzzle 7. Yes. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing well. Doing well, yes. This is after puzzle, this is after the tournament. This is the tournament's, puzzle seven is done, unless you made it into the finals, which you did last year, Doug. Yes, it's the B finals last year. And this year you are in the... Um, The audience. I see. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And Barry, how did you do today? Not as well as I had planned. No, and uh, you you had hoped to finish in the top half. Yes. I'm still in the half that makes the top half possible. Well, you know, you're important but in that regard. Puzzle, after Puzzle 6, Barry and I were tied. After exactly. Puzzle 6, after Ryan and Barry tied. were So now exactly. it's, a, it's a battle royale. It is. We, we have no idea what's... Isn't a battle royale like a British cheeseburger? Isn't it that is. in Pulp Fiction? Yes, yes, because of the metric system. Doug and Barry. Doug and Barry C. Peterson hyphen silk. Hyphen Eucalyptus. Hyphen Eucalyptus. <laughs> we love those guys. <laughs> They're and, fantastic. And I'm glad we got to meet them in person. It was an absolute delight. So then we moved on, and we were able to catch uh, Dan Fair, who started puzzle number seven in first place. Uh, yes, and we talked to him about the different possibilities of what could happen, depending on how long it took him to solve, how long it took the other top contenders to solve, and what sort of tie situations could exist. And this is what he had to say about that. 
Yes, I believe that's right. We would all have the same score, but the tiebreaker is the score on the most recent puzzle. Right, which Tyler would win for having finished it first. Yes. Now, we spoke to Tyler, and he said he didn't proofread a thing, so he has the highest uh, risk of error, yes. perhaps, of any of you. You did proofread some of your puzzles. I had a lot of time. I finished with about 55 seconds left in the minute. So that's enough time for you to do another Saturday puzzle while you wait for the <laughs> clock to tick down, right? Yeah, I did a few, and then I handed it in. Absolutely. You I, probably solved the I cure really for cancer, kind of and uh, I'm sure you could have. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't realize how fast he really could do it. It's amazing. Now, if there were 55 seconds... I was being a little bit too careful. But if there were 55 seconds left on the clock, had you finished merely 10 seconds sooner, you would have been on the other side of that minute line. Exactly. Do you feel like you could have gone faster? Probably. I got a little bit stuck, you know, kind of toward the bottom. I'm, you know, I didn't get too much sleep last night, and uh -huh. I'm tired and everything, so... I could have gone faster, certainly. Uh -huh. But I was also trying to play it a little bit safe, make sure I had to, you know, double-check the... cross the I's and dot the T's. Do you think you would have uh, played a little bit differently if you were in fourth going Oh, in? absolutely. I mean, because the only way Tyler would make the finals would be to just speed as fast as he possibly could. Uh -huh. So after talking to Dan, we uh, caught up with Tyler to see how he was feeling after puzzle number seven and what he felt his chances were to make it into the A Division finals. Well, perhaps, perhaps I, uh, you know, I, I put my faith in a, in a higher being, that being, of course, Trogdor the Burninator. Trogdor the the what? The, the Burninator. He, he burninates things. Oh, he, he burninates <laughs> things. Right. I, I could recognize like the, the icon. Of cottages and the peasants. See, this is already, wow. I, yeah, you're, you're already of a been, league that I will never even be aware of. Already. Clearly. So, Puzzle 7, uh, what, what happened? Tell us about uh, it. I basically needed to beat either Trip or Francis by one minute, and... Uh, I did it basically. I didn't. I didn't beat them by a minute. I beat them by like four to fifteen seconds, which was enough because I finished with thirty-eight oh three remaining on the clock. Your strategy was no proofreading. You were just going to finish, and if you were close to that minute marker, yeah. your hand goes up. Right. I mean, obviously, if I had thirty seconds left in the minute, I would have. You would have used around them. a little bit, checked a few answers, but oh three, knowing that uh, I need to gain a minute to put, you know, to keep my tournament life, uh, there is no decision there. Absolutely, it increases the error probability, but uh, it. But if you had used that extra minute, it I wouldn't would have out. made a difference it if would, you were correct. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely so right. That's this is it. Now, have scores been announced? Do we know for sure yet? We do not know for sure. I mean, that's why I'm nervous, given that. Uh, Francis and uh, Tripp both finished in the minute behind. A fact confirmed when Francis gave me the finger. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay. And what happened to going into Puzzle 7? Dan Fayer was in first place. Yeah, but we think we think uh, if everything if everybody's correct that he uh, he took himself out. He took two minutes longer yes, than you to finish the puzzle. I catch him on tiebreaking because that means Tripp and or yeah, Tripp and Francis were one minute faster, so they went on tiebreak. So, so it we, sounds like all four of you finished with the same final score. It would appear so. But Dan loses the four-way tiebreaker for the that top he does. three positions. Wow. And uh, based on that, it looks like I will be uh, I will be in first place. So for just about everybody, the tournament was done, and it was time for us all to watch uh, what happens in the C Division finals. The C Division finals were. Uh, you know what? I don't remember who was who came in second, who came in third. But you the don't. winner, uh, Jerry, came in third, and Roberta came in second. Look at you with the remembering of the names. Look at me. I remember that Roberta had trouble reaching the top row of squares. Uh, but we haven't even said who came in first. Uh, Mark Dixon Mark came in Dixon. first, and we had the pleasure of catching up with him after the finals were over. How do you feel about it, Mark? Who knew? I'd say I'm, I'm still kind of uh, surprised. You know. Yeah. It's, I, 
it was fortunate just to get into the, the final because uh-huh. it was real close, yes. like third, fourth, fifth. How many uh, tournaments have you done? This is my second tournament. This is your second Last tournament. year was my first. What categories do you think you need the most work on? Wow. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I find myself, the theme puzzles like thing, like that, I, I'm going so quickly with things like that, sometimes I don't even really catch the theme or I don't uh-huh. pay attention to the theme. And maybe I need to pay more attention to that because if you pick up on that, you can actually save time by right. getting the longer answers and giving yourself more of a... Uh, a leg up. Uh, the thing I'm good at, the thing I think I can do, like with Puzzle 5 this year, which was so hard, is just be methodical about it. And, and you know, at halfway through Puzzle 5, I don't think I was even a quarter of the way done. Mm-hmm. But it was, I had little bits and pieces here and there, and then things would start to fall. And once you get a little bit, then suddenly a whole corner falls. Right. And, and you just keep doing that. And I just have to get a little quicker at being able to get to that point where the aha moment happens. The B Division Finals, which uh, starred our friend, Dan Fayer, winner of the C Division, who just missed getting into the A Finals. It was finals. really by seconds that he missed being in the A Finals and having a chance for that top prize. But uh, nonetheless, he was there competing in the B Finals. Valiantly and, uh, competing. And he had about a uh, three-hour head start, I think, on <laughs> well, the other two contestants in the B Finals. For him, it was a three-hour head it start. It was. I think I think we had bets going in the audience as to whether he could finish the B Finals before anybody else even began. Right. Didn't quite work out that way. But he... Uh, but he did uh, kind of run away with it, and after it was over, we had a chance to chat with him briefly. So you're Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, winner of the B Division, and perhaps next year, winner of the A Division. Uh, how, are, right. how are you feeling? Is there a disappointment? I'm, I'm feeling good. Well, I mean, I was a little disappointed right. when I found out hours ago that I probably was not in the A Finals. And then I said, thought that I, yeah, but I'm not too disappointed because I knew I would get to be in the B Finals. So overall, your feeling about the whole experience this weekend, is it a feeling of... Oh, I'm pleasure for having won a title. Time, of course, so not know. a feeling of, of disappointment. Oh, I could have done anything. better. Co- no, of course not. I mean, I mean I you tied for first place. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's good enough. Game. Yeah, Dan Fayer tied for first place. Are, are you going to do another nine thousand puzzles this this year? I hope not. God, so I hope not. You think you've trained yourself into the elite, and now you yes. can relax it. I guess that is what happens. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Congratulations you. on your new title, on your new nickname. And thank you for the exclusive audio interview. Yes, I had to fend them off. Absolutely. Well, now you are free to talk to people, uh, I suppose. I shall alert my agent. Excellent. (laughs) Thanks very much, Dan. Talk to you. A Division Finals. Tyler Lewis Gibson... What was it, Amelia, Amelia Earhart, Earhart? Hinman the 12th versus Trip Payne... The 4th. The 4th versus Francis Heaney. Esquire, now I have King not, of England. I have not seen all of these finals. I honestly, I've seen two others before this one: the one in wordplay and yeah. the one last year. Yeah, both were very exciting. Very exciting, this, but really tame as a, a t-ball first round <laughs> playoff exit uh, compared, compared to this year. To, to this year, it I was, mean, this it, was extraordinary. It was, and I guess it was dramatic. It, it had its highs and its lows. All the drama was. All the way across. I mean, there was drama for Tripp and Francis. Uh, there was drama for Tyler. The, the whole thing was just tense. It was a nail-biter. It was packed with drama. It really was. It was thrilling. We have a link on our site now to a YouTube video that uh, I, I wish, well, now that I was speaking aloud, could remember who took the video. But we will credit it accordingly on the site. And it really does more justice than we could do describing yeah, it. to explain let's, exactly what was happening. But let's we can say what's happened up until the point the video begins, right? Right. So Tripp finished the puzzle first, 
but he had two mistakes, and we yes. knew these mistakes because we had seen the previous uh, solutions go up there in the he'd B put, and C divisions. He put all alone for basic instead of alkaline. Correct. And then a few minutes after that, Francis Heaney threw off his headphones and shouted, done, and he had the exact same errors. The exact same error. It was really kind of freaky. He had the exact same errors. Now, to Francis Heaney's credit, he had lowercase e's. <laughs> Which we will post a picture of that Absolutely. as well. Thank you very much, lowercase e's. Uh, so they were both off the stage knowing they had made mistakes. Tyler is up there having not made those mistakes, right. but had three wrong squares of his own that he could not figure out. And knowing that he, he, I'm sure he felt that he was in last place. Well, he knew that he was the last one left. Right. Uh, he knew that he was third to finish, no matter what. Right, and he knew that Tripp had not made a mistake in this tournament, and that Francis had not made a mistake in this tournament. And but last year... But last year, Tripp made a mistake and lost the finals Yes. Uh, by... Having two wrong squares. So, so go watch this video and then come back and listen to the rest of our podcast. I mean, it, it really is amazing. But we, we should say... But we are going to recap what happened. I mean, Tyler stood up there frustrated as hell, doing a little dance, and, shaking it all around. Until there were about three minutes left. And then he just exploded in discovery as he figured out what he was doing wrong, erased squares, wrote in the right letters, threw his headphones on the ground and screamed... And it was over. It was over. The was... audience burst into applause. It was exciting for probably everybody in the room except Tripp and Francis. Right. I don't know. I feel so bad for those two guys. Right. But... To do everything that they did all weekend only to have an error in the final puzzle. But right. That's... Unfortunately, that's the game and that's how it goes. That's the wacky world of crosswords. It is a wacky world. After it was all over, uh, we had a chance to catch up with Tyler who uh, I think was still just shaking in disbelief, in disbelief As and were we fear all. and nausea. and Well, you must be familiar with some of those <laughs> feelings, right? I am, I'm very familiar with disbelief, fear, and <laughs> nausea. <laughs> so this interview with Tyler coming up, just right up your alley, yes. in your wheelhouse. Yes. Fantastic. Here it is. Tyler Lewis Gibson Hinman IV, that was just amazing. No, amazing would have been solving it ten minutes earlier. No, amazing <laughs> was making it dramatic and making it the last moment. Your explosion of of, of glee and it excitement. It was that was not at, glee and excitement. That was sheer relief and but kind of finding that that's an aha moment like uh -huh. you never get to experience, especially in just some kind of a themeless puzzle like this. <laughs> that was just amazing. What was going through your head during all of that? Uh, like I said uh, on stage, there I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, for about six or seven minutes, you just were. Staring at the same two or three boxes. You yep. were sure Bonds was correct. I wasn't. That's the funny part. Like I know it didn't make sense, but nothing else did to me either. Uh -huh. Yeah. So you had cold. What? What? what I, I'm sure it was cold. It was like cold age, like cold beers. Is Mangba a word? I, was, I seriously considered cold. Yeah, Mangba and Uhan. That would have worked well. Yeah. Now the Star Trek thing. You they didn't were, know the Star Trek. I did not. Surprised. I mean, I, I had the Uhan. I figured. Yeah. I had the D and I had the E in my head and I just never yep. put them together. Well, you, no. you not never, you eventually You eventually did. did in, it should have been a lot sooner. Now, but did, did you think that you had lost? I was certain. You were what, certain. What else? You knew Tripp and Francis had already I mean, left the stage. It was kind of, I knew they had left the stage, yeah. You can, you can definitely see that from the middle vantage point. Um, having never been in a finals, I have no clue. The headphones, you, I mean, you can't hear most things, but you can hear like loud applause and that kind of thing. And based on the, and based on kind of the applause pattern, I, it kind of sounded to me like... 
maybe something had gone amiss. But I thought, no, no way, that's impossible. Uh-huh. Trip probably won again. You know, it's, it's his fourth title. It's not a huge, not a huge upset by any means. Uh-huh. He's one of the favorites, so you know, yay, hooray for him. And then. But, you know, obviously, you, you, you see a contestant walk away from the board like that, you have to assume that it's over. You've seen that. This is at least the third time you've seen that. This is the fourth time. The fourth time. This is the, fir- this is the first time both of them have walked away. Well, this was just an incredibly exciting final. I, I was thrilled to be watching it. Congratulations. It's so cool for you to come from behind the way you did, uh, climbing back into the tournament. And then climbing back into the final puzzle. No show about the ACPT would be complete without uh, a quick bit about Will Shorts. The mastermind, the puzzle master. He invited us to be part of this bloggers panel, which was a thrill, and just friendly, uh, cordial, uh, outgoing, just a a great guy all around. As you you always say, well, not you always say, but you said it once, and I've been repeating it since then, when you were trying to describe to somebody... Not in who does not do crossword puzzles. Who Will Shorts is, and you said uh, Will Shorts in the puzzle world could not be promoted. It's true. He there, can, he's he he is the topmost puzzle position that exists. Yes, there is nothing more. And and but he just does it with a grace and a style and a charm. He's a great guy, and he was kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time at the end of the tournament. We've just finished the finals, one of the most exciting finals, I think. Uh, what were your thoughts? It's right up there. Uh, what are my thoughts? Well, I'm just still um, uh, sort of emotionally wasted now. Uh, just I think a- Tyler's throwing up in the bathroom right now. <laughs> oh, man, it couldn't get much more tied than that. The, yeah. the three contestants were tied right, uh, have the same scores after all the puzzles. They come into the final, going into the last couple of minutes. They all have two letters wrong or missing and, and then and Tyler two had the same letters wrong two of them had the same letters wrong Tyler had figured those out but he had two other letters he couldn't figure out and uh, went right down to the wire wow I'll tell you Tyler's a little lucky in a way uh-huh. uh, up until two years ago the time limit on the playoff puzzle was 15 minutes oh really and last year I decided the puzzles are the championship puzzle is pretty hard let me extend it to 20 minutes Trip was first to finish last year but had a mistake right Tyler was the first to finish it perfectly but it took him like 17 minutes uh-huh. and if the time limit had still been 15 minutes he would not have won and the same thing this year Trip was first to finish with, uh, but had two letters wrong uh, Tyler again took more than 15 minutes to get it perfect and that's what allowed him to win do you, do you have a uh, an answer for why things have gotten so competitive and people are getting quicker and quicker? I mean, is it huh. is, is, is there an answer for that? Or I don't know the answer. I, the crossword community all is, is getting closer together because of the blogs um, like yours, um, because of Cruciverb, and there's just an online crossword community that wasn't there 15 mm-hmm. years ago. Right. And, so it's uh, finding out sort of the more elite players and uh, right. getting better talent year after year, yeah. you think. Used to be, if, uh, used to be, you go back before this tournament, you know, if you were the best crossword solver in your family or office, then you were the champion. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't know anyone else. <laughs> now you come to the tournament and you meet all these other like-minded fanatics and you find out, yeah, these other people are pretty good. <laughs> but now you don't even have to come to the tournament. You can do the puzzles from home, right. uh, by mail or online, and you can find out um, Just how you good stand. you are. Yeah. Find out where you stand, yeah. All right. That was the end of the ACPT 2009. Again, the 2009 ACPT. We put the year first. We do? Yeah. Since when? Always. Really? Absolutely. 
Well, it was great. We had a good, great time. I had a blast. It was fantastic. We got to talk to lots of people, and uh, we're not—we weren't able to fit them all in the show. No, but we have—we uh, have fantastic additional footage with Kevin G. Durr hyphen Euclid, with Caleb Madison, John Delphin, John Delphin, Jim Horn, a whole slew of people, and we're gonna—we're gonna plug some of these little mini interviews into upcoming episodes. Uh, but this actually wraps up season one of Fill Me In. Yes. A crossword podcast. A crossword podcast. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's actually what it is. <laughs> so season one has been these forty-three episodes. Uh, we continue to have very little idea what we're doing. Right. But it has been a fantastic year. It has and, been. And uh, I don't know. We we were going to try to thank everybody but who we're helped gonna... us, but I don't think we can do it audio. We'll do it in text, perhaps. We're, we're, we'll definitely leave out some names. I, I think we would like to just do a special shout out to Jim Horn, uh, who has. He really, yeah, he really kind of helped us turn a corner, I think. We were right. doing these uh, sort of meaningless, instantly obsolete podcasts about the week in puzzles, and it was his interview uh, a few months ago that really kind of helped us reshape what we were going to go for right. in this show. And uh, he's a fantastic resource, and if you haven't checked out his blog, uh, Wordplay, at the New York Times, it's a fantastic right. site. And uh, he's also given us some great ideas about some upgrades we're going to do with Season 2. Absolutely. So look for season two to come up in uh, in the next week or two. We'll be getting uh, season two of Fill Me In. Yes, so uh, thanks for listening to season one. Until then, uh, you can probably check us out in syndication on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But you can go back and listen to the old episodes. They're not old. They're vintage. They're vintage. Exactly. Yes. What do you think? Yes. That they're mossy. <laughs> there it is. Mossy episodes. <laughs> oh, I like it very much. Fantastic. Have yourselves a wonderful summer, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.